Good morning, I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little bit about curling. But most important, we'd love to answer your questions, so please send them in to Inch by inch at peterinch.ca and we'll answer them on the next Saturday show. How's Mr. Gilbert? I'm good, thank you. The uh, Thank you for uh, subbing in for me for a couple of weeks. One week we had a, a conflict with a, a meeting and then last week I was off sick for the whole week. And you seemed a little rusty there on the intro. So, yeah, I... I can be a little rusty. <laughs> um, Seventy, we're up to seventy-five percent of the tickets sold for the Tim Hortons Briar. So uh, you know, don't wait. A lot of the teams are starting to be announced, and uh, so get your ticket. The draw, which will tell you who plays who, will be uh, put out February the fourteenth at eleven a.m. in the morning. That'll be exciting. That's when uh, when it will hit. Cool. Um, we also uh, want to uh, remind everybody that we are the 2023 Consumer's Choice Award winner. I had it proudly displayed at the home show last week. And how did the home show go for you? Actually, it went um, it went really well. It was it was great. We um, the crowds were actually surprisingly good. Um, they, I know they did a lot of advertising and marketing for it. So hats off to. Uh, Western Fair and London Home Builders for getting some good crowds, and um, it was good just to connect with some some uh, old friends and some new friends, and yeah, we had a we had a good we had a good time. And you had your uh, colorful shirts on. We did had the colorful shirts. We had a very nice uh, corner booth where we were displaying. Uh, we were in the greener home sections because we were displaying the new hybrid heat pump and. We also had the heat pump uh, hot water heater on display as well, so it, it got a lot of attraction as well. And everybody missed me. You know, there's people coming up saying, where's Peter? Or? Peter who? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> there were some big personalities in that booth. There was, a, there was really no room, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was hoping to get down, but oh, stomach uh, was not saying uh, leave, the, leave, leave the house. Leave, leave so. the home? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, now, we also received notification that we have won two more awards. Oh. For the London Community Votes. Yep. Um, we won gold in the heating and cooling contractors category. Awesome. And we won gold in the gas fitting and piping category. Oh, very good. Nice. So we got uh, two golds and the Consumer's Choice Award, and we're just into February. Right. So today's February the 4th. Right. It's good. Groundhog Day. How'd you do? Groundhog Day over and over no, and no, over? No. 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 No Groundhog Day. No. Well, that's how I protected my, my air conditioning order. Oh, did you? You know, it's yeah. if six weeks, you know, before spring, I better order. If it's going to be six weeks more a winter, well, I can hold off. A I see. Bit. I see how you're. Is that, is that how you're ordering? Yeah. That's how I'm ordering this year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't really. Uh, yeah, but we're not going to be ordering too many air conditioners. Mostly heat pumps yeah, these days, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're up twelve in Facebook. Six sixty-eight. 
Okay. Is our number, so things are moving in the right direction. Good. And uh, Murray went out and presented our Hometown Hero Award, which yes. we'll have him probably uh, next week talk a little bit about that, how it went. Excellent. But, uh, that will be our second Hometown Hero that we've handed out. Right. Now, we've had some long questions come in. Long questions. But I also want to thank the listeners who called in to the office to see where I was and if I was okay because the last time I went off the radio I went off the radio because that was when I was I mean there's nobody called and asked where you yeah, were yes there was I came back uh, Vanessa said there was a guy that called two one or three guy. times so to one... check hey hey <laughs> one guy don't say thousands pe- don't of say people, people. Were, were thinking where I was thousands of people they're thinking. I used, what about the calls that came in and just said, "Hey, you know, Steve's actually doing a really good job. Maybe, maybe he should just kind of take over." I don't think we got the. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, just okay, whatever. So we have a a question that's come in here, and it says, "I hear you and Steve talking about thermostats, yes, and setting them to adjust the temperature setback on the radio show." Right. Another listener. We're up to two. Okay. I think. I set our thermostat to go from 20 Celsius to 18 Celsius at night and return to 20 in the morning. Right. Many years ago, on the advice of everyone from Union Gas, Ontario Hydro, and even the National Research Council, we all got rid of our round Honeywell thermostats for programmable ones. Right. My question is... Are there any recent studies that actually prove that by lowering the settings a couple of degrees for eight hours at night actually reduces usage? That's a good question. So let's just let's dive into this a little bit. So your your um, gas furnace has a lot of capabilities to heat your house and can recover heat very quickly. So. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure there are studies that just, that just say that if you were to set your thermostat back a couple of degrees in the nighttime on a on a gas furnace, that that's good. And and then when, but what they built into those thermostats now is something called intelligent recovery. So before you used to have to think, well, I'm gonna if I want to if my feet are gonna hit the floor at 7 a.m. then I'm gonna have to program my thermostat to come on at six if I want it to be warm by seven. Mm-hmm. Nowadays you don't have to do that. You just nowadays on a programmable thermostat if you say that your feet are gonna hit the floor at seven, the thermostat's already figured it out. It knows if you set it back two degrees, three degrees, one degree. It knows when it needs to start turning on. To bring that house back up to temperature efficiently so that's called intelligent recovery so now we're going to move that's for gas furnaces or um, propane furnaces or oil furnaces now we're going to go into something new called heat pumps and heat pumps aren't new but uh, the way they heat is different than a gas furnace oil furnace propane furnace they can't recover the heat difference as quickly as a gas furnace can so the idea of setting them back on a heat pump really is just we're going to throw it out the window because it doesn't there is no energy savings to set back your heat pump two degrees to 18 because it's really it's it 
it doesn't have time to recover. So you might as well just find your temperature like you do in the summertime with your air conditioner and just find your temperature, set it, and let it run. The same way we do for boilers. Boilers are the same way because of the way boilers heat through radiation. You need to, you need to find your temperature, set it, and forget it because a boiler can't recover as quickly as uh, a gas furnace can. So that's just, I hopefully that answers some of the questions. I'm sure there, there'll be more studies on that coming because as we heat pumps become more and more um, prevalent, uh, moving ahead in the next few years, I'm sure there's going to be more and more information done on that. And he, uh, he had put at the bottom of that, I understand for everyone on vacation for a week or more, it makes sense to lower the temperature yes. and setting, uh, but on a nightly basis, are you just making the furnace have to work longer in the morning to heat up not only the air, but the furniture, the walls, right. the floors? Exactly. Yes. It's a good question. Now, we uh, we are, are going to take a break here in a, in a minute, um, but... The, we had them in talking about the rebate programs this, this week. Yes, we so did. So we're going to yep. cover that a little bit. Yep. We're going to talk about humidity in your home. Yep. And we're going to talk about why heat pumps are efficient. Right. But uh, as some of the topics we're going to cover today. Okay. But you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226 499 Three seven five two, or always online at peterinch.ca, and we will be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, we had an email from our good friend John Mahoney, which okay. was, was our uh, first install number thirteen one, months ago. Number one customer. Um, and he said, I don't know if this is of interest to you, but I was eager to find out what my annual savings would be with the new furnace, AC, and water heater. My natural gas consumption and cost was reduced by 17%. So he reduced the, uh, the um, cubic meters by 17%, and his cost of, the, of uh, purchasing the gas and that was reduced by 13%. And then his hydro consumption, again, the kilowatts per hour was reduced by 26% and his cost was reduced for 15%. Um, the water portion of my Lundra Hydro bill was $90 less from the year with the new water heater. Uh, so he's he you know he said maybe I'm taking less showers or or, <laughs> or maybe uh, because it's it's nicer I, I you know I get done washing quicker right so yes but, but those are pretty good savings I'll say yep I mean it's we don't I mean it's hard it's hard to preach savings these time this time of year like we just don't know uh, you don't know if we're gonna have a cold winter hard winter you don't know. Um, you just don't know the, the cost of fuel. So all those things are relative. I'm glad John is looking at consumption because if you're looking at dollar for dollar, gas prices went up significantly as well as the carbon tax. So, um, I mean, if you could just insulate yourself from that by changing your furnace, it's a great thing as well as the hydro savings are great. Um, and same sort of thing, 
it's it, it's it's all based on we call them degree days so how cold it is in our climate so how cold our winter is but also the cost of fuel is a big thing these days so keep that in mind that if you just sometimes you just need to replace your equipment um, because it's time and other times you're just being proactive so and taking advantage of these programs so that's good thanks john for that information yep. thanks john and marilyn we appreciate your business but we also appreciate getting that information yes. just uh re um reinforces what we do yep yeah. exactly so oh wait wait i got something here i'm going to show you okay what this was this was given to me yesterday this is an is it a gnome it's something that you don't have okay so I won't I won't bore you with the card because the card was really nice too. But hang on. What and it looks like you Oh curling look. coffee mug. Look, look at that. that. Look, look at that. I have never seen one before, but look at that baby. And look Ceramic. inside. Ceramic <laughs> and curling rings inside, inside the cup. Isn't that with a maple leaf flag? Yeah, isn't that awesome? Yeah, that is. Dishwasher safe, yeah. microwave safe. Yeah, look at this that. This could be good for your soup. Oh, okay. <laughs> that you have here and then you could just <laughs> like drink. a cup of soup that, that's great yeah, yeah someone saw that and thought of me which is great and then just and look that's a pretty good strike band on that that band. is that's yeah. a, that's one of the nicest <laughs> curling rocks i've seen so anyways uh that was given to me uh on wednesday evening so i just want to say thank you to uh cheryl and ian for thinking of me and Looking at looking at a gift which has a curling rock on it and thinking of me instantly, and so I, that was awesome. And I do not have one. Of them. I I know. I said that. I said Peter didn't have one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to see. We'll have to see. Maybe we should sell those at the Briar. Right. You yeah. That be be a good idea. Tim Horton should be selling. Tim they Horton Briar. They should be selling. Them. Yeah, they should be selling these babies. Put, put their uh, name on the bottom of them. Exactly. Okay. Now you can go. Um, I should mention about the Briar that they should, uh, the opening draw, the Friday night draw, going to be a little noisy. Oh. We're going to have some clappers. Are we? Just like you see at the night's games and that where you can bang it and make some noise because we want to let everybody know when you come to London, we cheer, we're loud, be prepared for it. So yep. We want this Briar to be memorable. Yep. Right? Just uh, letting everybody know that. And, and, the, and, and the players, I mean... The players are used to it. They don't need silence. It's not like a golf green when you're when when they're making the putt to win the Masters or something. I mean, it's quiet, but once the rock's released, I mean, it gets exciting, kind of yeah. like a horse race. Well, then they build off that energy of all that banging and making the noise and stuff like that. Yeah, and we're gonna have a photo booth. Are we? Where you can go and kind of dress up like curlers and take pictures and cool things like that. So we've been gathering props here for the I did booth. I did donate a old corn broom yeah. for that. I donated my red rink rat. <laughs> I could still sweep it. Can you? I was trying it here in the office, but then I blew a sock off it. I went, okay, maybe it's okay, too time, old. Trying to put it away, yeah. yeah. But no, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're having an artisan market on the Sunday, the first Sunday of the Briar in the uh, convention center. Oh, cool. So there'll be uh, 20 vendors that you'll be able to purchase little things from about London and oh, What so a great forth. idea. So that's, that's nice. going to happen. So and that's right in RBC Place. It's an RBC Place up uh, outside the big ballroom. The big ballroom will be the patch, and then outside in the hallway will be where the artisans are. So oh, very it'll cool. It'll be, be a lot of fun. It's, it's going to be one of those briars that we're trying a whole bunch of new things. And, uh, right, and just seeing what's... 
Yeah, very good. And I already told them, so what do we get next? Mm -hmm. We were on a call, and uh, they were announcing that they were going to announce the points bets in Oakville. And I said, well, we could, we could do that in London. We, we could even do that in St. Thomas. I didn't, and the guy looked at me, and he goes, really? You haven't finished this one? I said, I don't finish things. I just carry on after them. Right. So I said, just what, keep the ball rolling. What yeah. What are we going to get? He said, Well, that's good to know. We'll uh, talk to you about that. Yes. I said, Yep. Let's Let's keep the keep the ball rolling. Communication lines open. Yes. So we had um, the Ender Guide came in to talk to us and uh, mention a little bit about rebates and the programs on and you know ten thousand dollars winning, you know. So give us a little Cole's note version. So Energy is a um, uh, auditing firm that which is that does efficiency tests on homes for the government programs. So the government program was turned over to Enbridge to look after. So uh, Enbridge has increased the rebate amounts for for what affects us, which are furnaces, uh, uh, furnaces and heat pump systems. So you're not going to get anything for your gas furnace, but you will if you put a heat pump in. So. You put a hybrid heating system in. You could also put in a, uh, a heat pump, hot water heater. Those things will get you rebates. They also rebate for insulation, air sealing, solar, uh, all kinds of windows, doors. Those kinds of things are in the program as well. They've increased the program from $5,000 to $10,000 total cap, and you get $600 back f uh, for against the cost of having the assessment done for your home so keep that in mind for instance if you put in a cold climate uh, heat pump with the uh, hot water heater the hybrid uh, heat pump hot water heater you would gain so 6500 for the cold climate heat pump 1300 for the uh, hybrid heat pump water heater so that's 78 plus an additional 600 for the audit you'd be at uh, what did I say, 78? Uh, so you'd be at $8,400 on, on your investment. So that's that's pretty darn good, right? And they now have an app that we can confirm? Yeah, so we it, so what happens if, if you invite me to your home and you purchase a hybrid heating system or whatever you want to do, um, we, can, we can go on the app, we can get them to book your uh, assessment, and then I can also keep track of your assessment on that app. So... It's quite uh, user-friendly for us and helps us manage uh, things here. And and we're in constant conversation with them as well just to make sure that your rebate process is running smoothly. Well, that's good. So I, so when I'm on the radio, you know, and my ad says you could save 5000 Wait, you can save $6,500. Yeah, and if you want to get... Maybe I can say seventy eight now. You can say seventy eight plus the 600 You can say $8,400. I have to retape it, right? If you get if you get everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's opportunities out there, and take advantage of them. Yeah, I mean the rebates haven't have never been this good, and um, I, I I I'm not saying that tongue in cheek because you know rebates we've seen them here today, gone tomorrow. So there is no timelines on these things. Like when they when they pull the plug on a program, they pull the plug on a program. I mean, last time it happened to us, they gave us 24 hours notice. So they just said, tomorrow at this time, the program will not be available. So 
do whatever you have to do in 24 hours. Yeah, so don't wait. You know, don't say, well, I'll wait to the spring. Get on it now while the program's there. Yeah, as long as you have that first assessment done and you get and you register in on the program, you're good. I mean, you, you can't wait for years, but at least you've reserved your spot, and, um, and as long as the money's there, you're going to get rebate back. Well, we're going to be right back after these short messages. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. A um, little cold out there? Yeah, I mean, um, uh, it was kind of funny that they started talking about polar vortex again, and uh, I, I was looking on the news, and I thought, polar vortex, been a while since we heard that one. And then I looked at Ottawa, our nation's capital, and I went, hmm, minus 31. I guess I'm happy to be living in southwestern Ontario in the city of London because we got to minus 13, which, you know, was cold, but minus 31, man, that's, uh, that's, that's pushing some boundaries. Yeah, it's uh, definitely, and, and when it gets this cold, humidity becomes a problem Big in problem. our home. Yes. Like, uh, it reduces the Quickly. humidity level. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been, we suffer, like, when we get, when we get bouncing uh, temperatures like this, like highs and then, and then super lows, your humidity is all over the place. You, one minute you think you're good, and then you wake up the morning after it's a minus 60, minus 20 day, and all of a sudden the house is at 20%, and you think, what has happened overnight, right? Well, and and so what do we, you know, how do we keep the humidity up in our home? What do we, what, you know, most of us have humidifiers. Right. So some people, I mean, uh, it, it just, you just need to set your humidifier up properly, number one. So make sure it's, make sure it's turned on in the first place. Because when we hover around minus three, minus four, you, you may not notice a big dip in humidity temperature. So Maybe you haven't been re- really worried about your humidifier and you don't even have it really turned on. So make sure the pad's changed. Make sure you've got a fresh humidifier pad in. Make sure the water's turned on. Make sure everything is working properly. And then set it. Set it for what the, the level it is that you want. And I would suggest that you set it, set it around 40%. Um, that way, as it's getting colder, now your furnace is turning on and it's realizing the humidity start to drop, that humidifier is going to try and react very quickly. And it, it may not be able to keep up in the first day, but it will recover. Um, we do we try to be smart about humidifiers. If we're running bypasses, we try to hook them to the hot water line just to get better penetration. But if you've got a tankless hot water heater, that doesn't work. Um, and if if really, when it comes down to it, if you have critical humidity requirements in your home and you and you really need it to be a certain humidity level, then really steam is your only option. And with steam, I know it's going to work. I, I just, I know you're going to achieve the humidity levels you want. It's going to recover faster. You're not going to see these big dips. But bypass or drum style humidifiers, they take a little bit longer to get the job done. So if you want that, you know, you have a grand piano or you have lots of wood in your home. Or, or maybe it's just health reasons. Yeah. Maybe maybe you just need it to be a certain humidity level. Yeah. So you're going to spend like a couple hundred bucks for that steam humidifier? A couple of thousand bucks to get that steam humidifier. Right. Yeah. So it, it, but it will do the job. And, yes. And it requires a maintenance, which is a canister every year that needs to be replaced, which yep. is not inexpensive as well. No, but I mean, if if, if humidity is that important to you, um, there are ways to do it. Otherwise, you know, you're going to go out and buy yourself a whole bunch of portables, and spend all spend a good portion of your time filling those tanks up every single day. I mean, when I, when I 
lived in North London. Uh, I, I couldn't put a humidifier on because of where my furnace was. I had two portables. I filled them in the morning and I filled them at night every single day in the winter. And did you replace the water panel or the pad? No, I had to clean those because they weren't that style. They were like ultrasonics because I didn't want to, I didn't want to have a pad in them. But people do need to replace their water panels on their flow-throughs. Absolutely. Even, even their portables. I mean, if they've got portables, they have to do that as well. I mean, just keep in mind, if you don't, if you don't mind doing that, portables work. I mean, you could have it in the room that you sleep in, but just keep it in mind. But that doesn't help the kitchen, and maybe you're having your woods, your cupboards are starting to separate because when it gets this cold, uh, the humidity has actually started to... They, it, pulls out of out of your furniture out of your floors anything that's wood st- it starts mm-hmm. to pull that moisture out so keep that in mind uh, it that's why humidity levels in a house are so important we want to keep them uh, standard and normal as best we can so these big fluctuations are hard on people and on your home yeah i find it when i pet the dog all of a sudden it starts shocking sparks flying and the dog's running away like stay away from me leave me alone yeah so that's uh, when i notice it in my home and and i have an hrv that's pulling out the air from the home it's changing it right so a lot of times i'm pulling out moist air and bringing in dry air right and i've got to get the balance of that with the humidifier and there is a balance and if you have an hrv uh, like a ventilation machine and you've got a humidifier if you've got them set improperly the ventilation is always going to win the battle. I mean, your humidifier will not keep up if you've got your ventilation set up improperly and you're bringing in more air and exhausting more moist air. So there is a balance point that they need to be set up properly, and if they're not, uh, you're just going to do some... Your house is going to get dry quickly. And there's, you know, there's certain things we do. Put it on hot water, put it on um, the fan so it's on more. Right. But... With a tankless, if you put it on hot water, you really don't get hot water. You're not going to, no, because it, it doesn't have enough flow in order to get that hot water heater to fire. So, yeah, that you actually need you actually need a little bit of storage for hot water. So that's why sometimes steam's the only option. So uh, adjust your humidistats a little bit, get a little more humidity in there, and, you know, in a probably three weeks we'll be adjusting it back down because... Now it won't be cold, and we'll have some rain, and there'll be lots of moisture in the air at that point. And then it'll be too much. So that's just where, that's southwestern Ontario. And we don't want moisture at the briar because last no, time right. we had the briar in 2011, no moisture. It rained, and and all the fans came in with wet coats and everything, and sat in the stands, and then all that moisture went down to the ice and caused frost quickly, and it, it frosted quickly. Yeah. yeah. So we don't want it to rain. We want everybody to come in dry. And just beautiful weather. Beautiful, sunny, cold weather. You know, be just perfect. Right. Um, so, but, but you did solve the problem. You spent you oh, spent a lot of money and yeah, got a big dehumidifier in. Two, $250,000 in like 10 minutes. To get a, to get a dehumidifier. <laughs> a dehumidifier yeah. driven down from Toronto, hook it all up overnight, never to Turned turn it, it on. on. <laughs> because it didn't rain the rest of the time. So uh, it was a waste of money. Oh, but, well. But it's the memories. Oh, yes, memories. Those <laughs> are memories, yes. I laugh. I, they got some pictures sent to me this week, and when I look at the picture, oh, there's the tube from that dehumidifier we never turned on. Right. You know, so you start remembering those moments. I just would have turned it on just to say I turned it on, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, we talked this week, what if the prime minister comes? Because 
Oh, that's what you know. happened last time. Yes. Well, and that I said, okay. Well, when we're at the patch and we're sitting around having a having a, a you know a coke or a drink, I said, I'll tell you the stories of when the prime minister had shown up at the two events because one was different than the other, but they were both unique of how that happened. So yes. I said, I'm ready for whatever happens. Right. So. I mean, it was it was kind of exciting. Exciting. I mean, exciting for some of the because I remember the U.S. players thinking, I'm. I'm standing beside the leader of of the country, and you'd never catch an American president coming to an event. No, and, yeah. and he's leaning on the boards, right. you know, yeah. just talking, and like they're looking, okay, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it it was interesting. Like it was uh, one of those moments that, you know, like the um, the one at the Briar, we had to come in at six in the morning and go through screening with the RCMP, you know, and then. That where this one was like fifteen minutes notice, and he's coming in the door, and you know it was just totally different from the way the two were. But, but he was preceded with his security. I mean, his security yeah. were very, um, very adept at what they did. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. The gun was hidden by the trench coat. Because <laughs> <laughs> when he moved his trench coat, I went, "Oh, you have a gun under there." You of know, course, like a, of course a rifle does. or whatever. So I just went, "Wow, okay, I better behave here." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, you know, with your curling. You've, you've been to a lot of curling events, and on your wall, you know, you've, you've got your picture taken with two of Canada's prime ministers just because of curling events, yeah. right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. And we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, we get some questions people say are heat pumps efficient in our climate. Right. What's your answer? <laughs> or do you have one? Or do you want me to answer it for you? Wow. Because everybody has a heat pump in their home. They do. Everybody, they just don't maybe realize that they have a heat pump in their room, uh, in their house, but uh, it's in the kitchen, and it keeps your food cold or your food frozen, and it's called your refrigerator, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, efficiency is an interesting thing. Um, all all products made today are probably uh, Interstar rated or efficient, so every air conditioner we make these days has to pass certain uh, efficiency tests, so... There is a minimum threshold in Canada for furnaces and for air conditioners. And so those same thresholds apply to heat pumps. So much so, uh, if you want to get a rebate on a heat pump these days, it, it really, they, they mark them pretty hard because uh, there's a lot of heat pumps that don't qualify for the rebate. I mean, I'm going to suggest... 70% of the heat pumps in the market today don't qualify for the rebate. That doesn't mean that they're not good products. It just means that they're not hitting the numbers that the federal government wants them to hit. Manufacturers are scrambling like mad these mm-hmm. days in order to put together the matches so that they can hit these numbers so that you know that 70% becomes maybe 30% of the mar- of those heat pumps don't don't qualify. So they're really doing a lot of work on that, and they're really lobbying um, the HRAIs, lobbying the federal government to to look at those numbers. And because we really want we really want to to put heat pumps in and get and and reduce 
uh, your furnace from operating as much as, as it is. And so uh, heat pumps are nowadays are extremely efficient. And so the ones that we put in your home for cold climate, um, they, they are designed to operate all the way down to like minus 15, minus 20 degrees. Um, there are, when our guys are setting them up, um, there are thresholds that they're putting in place because they have to look at the design of the system, the ductwork, airflow, and they're, they're setting all that up with your heat pump to make sure that it's going to run efficiently. So the more the heat pump runs, the more we save you because you're not turning on your gas furnace as much. That's the whole idea, and there is quite a bit of the learning curve on this stuff. It's huge. Our guys have spent a lot of time in training uh, with with carrier in particular because that's who we're dealing with on the setup and the operation and the installation of that equipment just so that when we leave we know that it's going to be running efficiently for your home and you're going to be happy with it so heat pumps are they efficient absolutely they are they are at least 100 to 200 times more efficient than they were back in the 80s so they've really made that much progress in in what we've done and and again they've been around we've we were doing them when i first started like in the 70s late 70s we were putting in heat pumps and uh so to us it's just normal it's not all this new technology i don't know anything about but you better know how to service it and you better know how to install it because it's important that those things are done right and and what it proves to me is all the heat pumps we put in during our christmas storm and this cold weather we're not getting phone calls right you know the things are working well and the heat pumps are doing a great job yeah what people don't understand is is that when we go into your house to to do an assessment like we we've always assessed your home for how much heat and cooling it needs but now now we're doing we're doing a deeper dive we're assessing your ductwork capabilities as well so not only do we check the home but we also have to check your ductwork and make sure that you've got enough capacity for uh, whatever we're going to put in. Because the heat pump requires um, uh, airflow. So all I mean by that is we have to be able to move air through the furnace system and the heat pump effectively. And we have to have enough uh, capacity in the ductwork in order to do that. So we're measuring the house for heat loss. We're also measuring your duct system for capacity. And... With that, then we're going to be making recommendations. So then we make recommendations, and then we have to look on a federal app to see if we can even, uh, if, if our recommendations align with your home and to see if you even qualify for the rebate. So not everybody qualifies for the rebate. So we have a lot of homework to do um, before we even say, uh, Mr. Inch, I've got great news for you. Yes, you qualify for the rebate. And this is the system I'm putting together for you based on what we've talked about. Or, Mr. Inch, I'm sorry, uh, based on your the capacity of your house and your duct system, you don't qualify for the rebate. Um, and so, there's we we just have to do uh, we have to do our due diligence and we have to do a lot of homework in order to make those recommendations for you. And it's it's gonna be, it's nice to see that. You know, sales has to do the whole job. Oh yes, you know absolutely. where before if if you didn't know that stuff, you could limp through it and and you know probably eighty percent of the time get it right. Yes, but uh, now not you, nowadays. You no. need to understand all this and, and go through it, and that's why it takes like you know sixty to ninety minutes in a home right. 
to do all of that before you can sit down and even start talking about product and, and what you're going to put in and things like that. Yes. And, and some people, you know, sometimes um, there isn't a hybrid combination, so there's not a gas heat pump option. Sometimes it's a, well, I can get you the rebate, but you're going to be going off gas and you're going to a full electric heat pump system. And some people say, okay, I'll, I want to explore that option. So uh, we, we try to do our due diligence with you just to kind of give you all the information because the more information you have, the better, if, you know, the better decision you can make based on everything. If, if I'm only giving you a small piece, then I'm not really doing any favors for you because you don't have the whole picture. And you need the whole picture in order to make an informed decision. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I haven't been in here since our year-end party. Right. You know, where we had a curling event and we played a three-end curling game. Right. You would think that Steve Gilbert, the professional curler, who's, who's you know, this weekend <laughs> is playing to go to the Ontario Seniors and, you know, would have come out with the curling gnome trophy. But uh, Josh Parkinson and Jordan from work here and Nicole Jensen, who designed our logo. Right came out with the gnome trophy they sure did and and they they did well they played well and uh yeah i you know at, at that party I'm, I'm okay i got my butt kicked and so <laughs> it's fine i mean it's uh we had a great day that day uh was able to teach um love love explaining the sport of curling love to see people who uh think the sport's easy and then get on the curling nice and go wow, this is a whole lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I, I love that because they have a new respect for the sport, and um, it just allows them, even if they turn on the sport to watch it, at least they've tried it, and they can understand a little bit more to think that, boy, you know, that shot really is a difficult shot to play. Yeah, yeah. It's And I think, you know, we did that, and then we're going to take them to the briar, and they'll see the real professionals playing, and they'll have a lot more respect on on what those guys are doing, and yeah, and it will be good. And we have now Mike McHugh in Team Ontario. Mike McHugh and Team Ontario. And he's yes, got um, Ryan Fry. Um, oh, are you having a are you having a moment here? Yeah, Jennifer Jones' husband. That's Brent, pretty, Brent Lang. Brent Lang. <laughs> pretty bad when he's an Olympian and you call him Jennifer Jones' husband. Yeah, right. Yeah, Brent Lang. Yeah, and, I'm sure uh, Brent's happy about yeah, that. Yes, and, and then the Hearts came. Uh, Richard Hart. Richard came as their coach yeah. and brought his son uh, Joey along, and so uh, they must have been the the ingredient needed. Well, speaking with Aaron uh, Squires, who was at the Interos as well, uh, he said that by far. Uh, they were the team to beat. Uh, they they were on a they were on a roll, and he wasn't surprised that they rolled over Glenn because yeah. um, yeah, they just they they have they have some mojo going on. So, and and good for Mike. I mean, Mike's been at the sport a long time, and it's been always been the bridesmaid, never the bride. So uh, maybe this is his opportunity by playing in Ontario. Who knows, right? Yeah, and there's lots of uh, you know. Uh, Northern Ontario has a couple of first timers there, so there's some. Yes. Uh, there's going to be some good games and some competitiveness going yes. on. Yeah, so. it'll be it'll be great to watch. I mean, there's lots of great teams, and and also the Hearts, right? Uh, they've got a great lineup as well. So, yeah. Yeah. exactly. So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us at two two six four nine nine three seven five two, or always online at peterinch.ca. 
To listen to this show or any of our shows, you can go to peterinch.ca and hit our podcast button at the top of the homepage. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from Inch. Life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.